Good morning. Good morning. It is a Wednesday morning, Tuesday. No, Tuesday. I just said Wednesday. it's a Wednesday morning and then Tuesday. I haven't finished my coffee yet. Wednesday yeah, the 27th. Me either. This is going to be like a slow motion show. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a laid back show. Caffeine um, free. <laughs> yeah. Why not? It's the Average American Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. She's your co-host, Jen. Hi, and um, welcome back. It's been a minute. I think we did one last week. What was it? Thursday last week was the last one? Yeah, that sounds about right. All right. Um, we, you know, we just, sometimes life gets a little busy and we don't, we're not able to do as many as we want, but we're, yeah. uh, we're sticking with it. So. Yep. It's going to get better every time. Uh, i got a couple things to talk about today that I uh, just finished writing down. Both you and I just watched Tommy Robinson's new documentary last night, Pano Drama. And yeah. Wow. Is that a good documentary that everybody should go watch? It's free on YouTube right now. Yeah. And, uh, this is another mainstream media expose this is a lot like a lot like cernovich's hoaxed if you watched that um if you haven't watched that you really should and you you haven't have you i still haven't that's i'm glad you reminded me because i really want to it really i'll do that today it's really similar to this uh this panel drama documentary that uh, that we watched last night and it just basically kind of exposes the tactics that the mainstream media uses to create the story that they want to create. It's not even, right. you know, it's not even like they're, they, you know, right. innocent about it or, you know, trying to get people to go one way. They're straight up telling people how they want the story to play out. Right. Like, and, well, so let's do some background really quick in case people don't know who Tommy Robinson is. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Because he's, 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 he's a political figure in the UK. Right. So he basically what happened was, I think originally he made a video talking about how there were problems with immigration. Um, In their case, it's the Muslim immigration and, uh, you know, got blasted as a racist and all the things that happened here. And it just kind of went on. So he became like an online journalist because of that. And just recently he spent two months in jail in solitary confinement for videoing a tri- outside the building of a trial of a Muslim gang that had been grooming girls for prostitution. He took a video. So, he showed what was happening yes. on the live stream and he was arrested for disturbing the peace because of the yes. video because of the content of the video he was showing. So just wrap right. your just wrap your head and he around was that. Outside the building, I think it's important to note he was outside the building in a public he was not place, going into the courtroom. Yes, he was on the sidewalk. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, just wrap your head around that situation. The content of his yeah. video caused him to be arrested for disturbing the peace. He's not in yes. the video, so it, it, that's that is Orwellian. If I've ever if I've ever seen yeah. an Orwellian situation, yeah, it is over I mean. So, so anyway, so he's he's kind of, you know, he's a public figure. Um, you know, of course, the leftists would brand him as, you know, right wing and Extreme, all Extreme, yeah, things, far right wing, yeah. So the BBC, which is the main news source for all of Britain, because I, as far as I, I'm not sure, I can't say for sure, but I don't think they have, like, I don't think it's like us. I don't think they have like ABC, NBC, CBS. No, it's just it's the like BBC. the BBC is it. That's That's what I understand, too. Yeah, so, and and you have to pay a licensing fee 
for the BBC. That's <laughs> so in- if you watch the BBC, you have to pay a licensing fee to the government because it's like a government-run news station, and they're supposed to be unbiased. So Tommy Robinson finds out that they are working on a hit piece against him for their show called Panorama, which is equivalent to like 60 Minutes, only again, this is it for the country. This is the station. And so, it's taxpayer-funded. That's the other thing. It's taxpayer-funded. Yes, The people of Britain funded. pay for these programs through the licensing fee. Right, and you're forced to pay the licensing fee. It's not a choice. You can opt out, but it's incredibly hard, and they intimidate you into right. trying and trying to force you to pay it, basically. They'll come to your like house. Like, if you have a TV, yeah. you have to pay the licensing fee. No, not necessarily, but if you have a TV and you cancel the licensing agreement, they'll come to your house, knock on your door, and ask you, like, in person, are you watching the BBC? You know, you don't have right. to tell them that you are, but, you know, it's... It's an intimidating yeah. process to try and, and try and get opt out of it. I can't basically. even imagine. Can you imagine someone knocking on your door and asking? You that is insane. That is straight up. It's just crazy. I mean, that is having a, that is having a required news screen in the corner of your of your room. That you know. Yes. That is like what it's like. Seriously. Yes. So so Robinson gets this. You know, finds out that they're planning a hit piece on him, and one of his coworkers who he had had a big falling out with, and they had a big screaming match fight um you know has been approached by the bbc well they've made up and so they get together to basically sting the bbc and she um they make up a fake text and they show how it's done they're sitting together on the computer showing how to make this fake text that's supposed to be from tommy calling her a b-word and you know saying some stuff and she goes to the meeting with the BBC and records it all, and the guy, they get drunk, all this stuff. And the guy is using homosexual slurs, and he's making racist comments, and all this stuff. And this guy, so the, just to interject really quick, this guy is like the Wolf Blitzer or Anderson Cooper of the BBC. He's not some, yeah. some second-rate reporter. He's like a big dude, so... He is like the guy. Yeah. Like I've, I had watched documentaries from the BBC before, and this guy's always the guy, you know? And anyway, so um, the best part is that Tommy Robinson agrees to meet with a guy, and it's supposed to be an interview for this hit piece that they're doing, right? right. So the guy thinks he's going to sit Tommy Robinson down and ask all these gotchas and get him on camera. But Tommy Robinson <laughs> totally turns the tables and starts playing the video and the audio that he has his secretly recorded video and audio has secretly re- well no that that the girl recorded from yeah that was yeah. secret that he didn't know he was being recorded and starts playing them and questioning the BBC guy John Yeah John Sweeney, Sweeney. yeah and there was one moment <laughs> there was one moment during that whole sequence that I just it stands out to me he goes he asks him a specific question he says did you or did you not instruct an interviewee to respond a certain way about me and Sweeney says no and Tommy throws up his hands he says play the clip and sure enough yeah. it's a clip of him saying you know telling this girl the, the girl who Tommy had a falling out with telling her exactly what to say about Tommy this is what we want you to say you know say it like this but then you know say also there was this other really bad thing it's crazy and even better part was like um, he had he, he, he in fairness, he was hinting. He did not come out and say, 
but he was hinting that you know the girl could say something about sexual harassment kind of he did actually come out and say that they would portray it in a sexual kind of way and then he laughed about it like it was funny like yeah. that is so disgusting. They're going to destroy this person's life. Yeah. For yeah. nothing. And, uh, I mean, when Robinson confronts him on it, he's like, I'm married. I have children. Do he you said it realize wrecked, what it would have wrecked my marriage. my life? It would have wrecked my marriage yeah. is what he said. He's probably right. Yeah. Well, of course. I mean, you know. It takes a str- so it would take it a strong just, woman to, to be. To me, yeah. it was epic because it was just totally turning the tables on the media and what they do to people. Um, and it was, it was totally yeah. so good. It was, it was amazing. The gotcha moment. I mean, it was Sweeney was flustered. He didn't know what to do. I mean, and, and he did the, the, the thing that liars always do when they're caught in a lie. He just kept lying. It was perfect. I mean, he was bare. He was hanging himself. I think is the way Tommy described it because after he had played the video, Tommy had played the video. Sweeney tries to argue that he didn't say what he had just said on video. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was, it's hilarious because that is typical liar behavior. I mean, you, you, yeah, when you see it enough times, it's like, oh yeah, that's that's what he's doing. So yeah, it was it was epic to now, me because it just and see, this is why they hate independent media. Yeah, and real quick, you know? before I, I lose the thought, this it what it, it didn't show up in the movie hoaxed a lot, but this is what Cernovich did to sixty minutes essentially. He taped sixty minutes taping the hit piece on him and then he right. showed you know after they played their bit he showed how they selectively edited it and made it look like he said things he didn't even say right and so it's 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 an i think the way tommy did it was better obviously because you know he's got all these clips he's showing it to them he doesn't give them a chance to run the interview and do the hit piece right. that was that was right. mistake never give him a chance because even after he he busts them the dude still wants to do the interview with him. Like Sweeney's still expecting to get his interview after that whole that whole <laughs> thing. And you're like, dude, what planet are you on? He's not going to do the interview with you. Are you kidding me? After all, you're blackmailing his friends? No. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it was amazing to me. But, th- but this is why they are so afraid of independent media. You know, um... And we have to start referring it to it that way and get people to think about it that way. Tommy Robinson is media, like it or not. So is Mike Cernovich. Yeah, so is somebody like Mike Cernovich, Lauren Southern. What he did, what they did, what they both did, that is media. That is journalism. I don't care if you don't like it or not. You don't get to define journalism as just people that work for NBC news. No, and it's it's more journalistic than what the people at the BBC and NBC and ABC and CBS are all doing. Exactly. I mean, he, they are exposing the truth more than the mainstream media is mainstream media is creating and it's by design. They're creating more misinformation and more confusion about the truth than they are illuminating it. And that's what the independent media is doing. The independent media is just trying to shed light on the truth. Right. And when, when the Constitution was written and they said freedom of the press, the press meant like a literal printing press. Right. Mm-hmm. So anybody had access to that. Anybody that could, you know, beg, borrow or steal access to a printing press was could write the press. a pamphlet or a, a newsletter or whatever and distribute it. And that's exactly what they did. Thomas Paine, Common Sense, 
one of the, you know, key elements of the whole revolution that, that, you know, it was exactly that Benjamin Franklin worked at a printing press office. I mean, it wasn't some kind of credentialed thing and people in their have in their minds that you have to have like a press pass no. in order to be the press. No, no, <laughs> no. Anybody that has a YouTube site or Gloria, a yeah, or Gloria Borger, any of that, <laughs> that is the, the press. Yeah, that is the media and we, and as we... far as the Constitution is concerned. And they have every much right as ABC or, or CBS or NBC to expose the truth as they see it. And you can accept it or reject it, but they have the freedom to do it. Or if you're a liberal, and, you call it hate speech and try and ban way. it. And that's the other thing, too, is, is the part where they try and cover it up. I mean, I, I just, yeah. out of curiosity, I just Googled Tommy Robinson expecting his new documentary to come up. Here's what comes up. Yeah. Front page of Google. Tommy Robinson banned from Facebook and Instagram. Facebook bans mm-hmm. Tommy Robinson's page on the BBC. CNET, Twitter, Facebook banned far-right figures for fake accounts, hate speech. Now, I clicked through the right. article. Let me see if they even mention anything about the documentary. I no. couldn't find it. I looked yesterday. I no, couldn't find it. not a thing about the documentary on here. There's, yeah. there's a lot about the hate speech that he posted. for, And this is the other stupid thing that really ticks me off. People get banned for hate speech for speaking out against Islam. Okay. Because they say that, oh, you can't, you can't do that. You know, Muslims are oppressed or whatever. And, you know, you just can't do that. While in the same breath, those same people will criticize openly Christians and Christianity. Right. Like, I, 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 I seriously don't understand. Why is it bad to criticize a religion? Why are we not allowed to do that? Right. You know, and well, you can, you can criticize a religion not as Britain. long as it's not Islam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, you got to pick which <laughs> you one. Yeah. Criticize Christianity all you want. Islam which, is one of the protected ones. Yeah. Even as a Christian, that's how it should be. I don't, I do not support the government telling people what they can and cannot say. I don't like it when I hear, I mean, I, we're not talking criticism. We're talking outright Christian bashing. You know, which is what happens, yeah, and like but, pretty well, vulgar terms sometimes. And but, I'll, and you I'll know, use still, you know that's still free speech. And I'll use a different example. You know, the Catholic Church, who has come under yeah. a lot of scrutiny lately, for good reason, you know, rightfully so. Yeah, there is there's a cover up going on. You know, young children have been abused, and the church is covering it up. That is a big scandal, right. and that needs to be talked about. Imagine if that was a uh, a mosque. You know, a mosque right. that had happened and, and you know, children had been abused and it was being covered up. And then somebody tried to talk about that story. That story would be shut down so fast. I mean, it would never well, even be. that's kind of what happened with the Tommy Robinson. Yeah. You know, it wasn't it wasn't an, a mosque, but it was a, a Muslim run yeah. grooming gang. Yeah. I mean, it's so crazy. I, I, I mean, it's hard for people to get their mind around, especially when they're, you know, maybe not really involved in politics or don't read the news every day or whatever. But I mean, really, realistically, pretty much everything you see and hear on the news is colored by a narrative. Oh, absolutely. I mean, 100%. Yeah. yeah. There's no question now. I mean, before. Yeah. Before and this is what was so great about Tommy having it on video and actually getting this guy. I mean, he got him. He got. Them. I, I'm surprised the guy didn't get up and walk out. I know. He, well, I mean, and I'm he really knew it was glad, being filmed. 
It was because he was expecting. I don't think he knew he was being filmed again. No, he, he did. He did because he turns to the cameras at, at points throughout this, so he knows he's being oh. filmed. And he says at the beginning, "You know, you're filming this, right?" He says that to Tommy, so he knows he's being filmed. The okay. only reason he goes through the whole thing is because he's expecting to get his interview at the end, so he can still put out the hit piece on Tommy. He, right, and he figures way more people will see his, his hit piece on Tommy than we'll see than Tommy's we'll see... documentary. And he and he knows right. he knows that it doesn't matter if it's the truth or not because he knows that it'll be spread around no matter what. The headlines will be ripped right. from the documentary. You know, Tommy Robinson allegedly, you know, threatened to kill a former employee. That would have been the headline because nobody would have right. checked to see if that text message was real or not. That would have been spread around the world before he could even yeah. you know realize what was happening. And that's where we would be. Tommy, you know, luckily was one couple steps ahead of him. And he, and he had the help of some like very, yeah. the people he had, you know, helping him out. Wow. I mean, the, the integrity that they had to have to. Well, and like, yeah, like he says to the girl, it's like, you could have destroyed my life. And she was broke. She I mean, they the offered her money. Of her hand. Yeah. They offered her yeah, money. Yeah. She didn't have a job. She was. Forced out of her job. They offered her for this interview. That's that is some shady stuff going down. Yeah, you're using tactics like yeah. that, paying people who you know and are in a bad way, trying to get them di going after disgruntled former employees, trying to get them to slander their old boss. I mean, it's they're scared of him. Yeah. They're scared of him, and especially since they banned him from Facebook and, Twi and Twitter and Instagram yeah. today. I mean. Yeah, they they're scared of what he has to say, and he is a power. He is a legend now. After this documentary, I he's know. a freaking legend. <laughs> like watching it, I'm like, dude, you are a legend. Oh my gosh, I can't believe he pulled it off. So, like, my you know, heart was pounding of... watching him do that. I can only imagine how nervous he was because, like, I was getting <laughs> like tensed up watching him get ready for it. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, but yeah. he's fearless. So that's what you gotta be. But that's you know? what the but that's that's what the media does. They create these people who otherwise probably wouldn't have gotten into politics the way they have had it not been for the tactics used by the mainstream media. You yeah, you, you exactly. brought this up when we were talking earlier. Candace Owens is another example where she was just you know, going on. She was actually yeah, a liberal. Her she, story is amazing. You can find her interview on YouTube with Dave Rubin. And it, it's within like the first 12 minutes, they talk about how she became a conservative. And it's really worth watching because she wasn't even into politics. She was doing some nonprofit and for, you know, not to go into the whole long story, but she, um, some leftists thought it would hurt their cause. So they call her and try and get her to cancel it. And she says she won't. And the next thing she knows, she's getting calls from Washington Post reporters on a hit piece on her. And that's the moment she you realized. She had to threaten to sue them to keep them from publishing it. Kind of like, uh, yeah. I think that, that was... So it was like they were just going to go after this person who had nothing to do with politics or anything else just because she was in the way. They were going to take her down and slander her and try and destroy her life. And it was Washington Post people. So these people, this is the worst part. And in the Tommy Robinson video, same thing. The BBC is working with a leftist organization called Hope Not Hate, 
and you know of course they always make some great name for themselves right but these people are this is the hard left these these are not grassroots organizations hope not these are hate people that are is like antifa hope not hate might yes. as well be antifa well, all of the leftist organizations in the U.S., it's the same thing, you know, whether it's Black Lives Matter or La Raza or I mean, there's there's a thousand of them out there. They're all funded they're by all open society. Down. They're all funded by they're, open society. Yeah. And they're all top down or, or you know, and they're allied with the DNC. It's not like grassroots. Like no, people no, think no. it's not a bunch of college kids saying, hey, let's get together and form an organization. It's no, artificial they, grassroots. They, right. It, it's. Astroturf groups. Power sources, recruiting useful idiot little college kids and stuff for a cause that sounds good, but they're really just an army of people out to silence. advance the agenda and destroy opposition. Yeah, silence people they disagree with. So that's what the BBC was doing, was working with this group. And in the case of Candace Owens, the Washington Post was obviously connected to somebody because they're you know, all of a sudden out of the blue trying to do a hit piece on this nobody person that no one's ever heard of. Mm-hmm. That's insane. So, it's it's crazy it the way they insane. just openly extort people, blackmail, and get away with it. I mean, here you have Tommy Robinson on video exposing literal extortion and blackmail by the BBC, and nobody's talking about it today. This should be I know. front page news on every news story worldwide. I mean, the BBC is not just a huge yeah. news organization in Britain. They're huge across the world. Like, yeah. I get my news and from BBC sometimes, and now this calls into question everything I've ever read on the BBC. I mean, now I know right. unequivocally they're a leftist, you know, right. controlled media outlet. And they're treated as an icon. Yeah. It's like the pinnacle of news integrity, you know? Yeah. It's just... Uh... It's disgusting, and it would be comical if it wasn't so scary. It is scary because, you know, like I say, these left-wing organizations, and they're well-funded and they're well-organized, are working in concert with the media. And I don't know, I can't say that people do it consciously. I think they just get into the groupthink a lot of times. Some people do. Some people are consciously advancing an agenda but some people i think just get wrapped up in the group think and they get all this pressure from these leftist organizations and they just tend to start to think of the world in a way that the left wants them to mm -hmm. and yeah. so they don't even question it you know they yeah. don't even it's a subconscious thing really i mean it's, yeah. it's just something that you don't even you don't consciously think about wanting to be with the majority but it is human nature to want not want to not want to be an outsider. So naturally your you right. know your brain just starts to try and you know think the way that the people around you think. And and it's very scary because it it happens in in journalism, but it happens in in media all across this country. I mean, I I work in media and it happens even in my job and my job has nothing to do with news. So right. you know, it's scary that you know no matter no matter if you're reading your local paper or if you're you know, looking at you, listening to your local radio station or watching your local TV news station. It doesn't matter because all of the organizations are now, even the local stations and outlets are right. owned, are owned by larger national companies. 
because of something right. that Bill Clinton did in 1996, the Telecommunications Act of 1996 is actually what allowed this to happen and allowed right. allowed markets to essentially allowed companies to essentially have monopolies within markets. Okay, because before well, companies couldn't own more than one station within a market. Now they can own as many as they want. So yeah, and and that's a huge problem because well, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about with the independent voices of YouTube and just ordinary people that just have a drive to, you know, talk about these things. That's why it's so critically important because in the old days before they could do that, you would have different ownership and so you would have different perspectives, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Just naturally, like you might have two newspapers in a town and one would be kind of leaning to liberal side and one would be kind of more conservative and so you'd have you'd have a couple of different perspectives to look at and then make up your own mind right but now that's been kind of eliminated well that, so that, these that and it's no longer about news it's no longer about truth it's about yeah. it's about generating clicks now so the truth right. the truth really doesn't matter today the the the, the clickability of the title that you can write is what matters you know, right. And a lot of times if you actually read the story, it has no connection. To Seriously, the headline. the headline will be the headline will be contradicted by the article half the time when you it, click on it. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. it's if it's not one of those leading questions, did Trump commit treason? You know, if it's not one yeah. of those, then it's, it's probably di disputed in the article itself. It's just it's crazy and it's ridiculous. And anybody who trusts the news, anybody who believes anything that CNN or NBC or MSNBC or Fox News or any of the news outlets, anybody who believes anything they have to say without question, without question is just an idiot. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And they just haven't figured out yet that they're an idiot. And hopefully they will. Speaking of idiots, by the way, Michael Cohen is testifying <laughs> right now while we're doing this while we're doing this podcast. And I just nice think segue. it's so perfect. Well, it is pretty perfect because, you know, the fake news for the last yes. however many days was like, oh, Michael Cohen, he's going to bring down Trump. He's going to be this star witness yeah. that's going to destroy Trump. And then yesterday he gets disbarred for lying under oath. <laughs> I know. And then he, then he comes out and it's basically like to sum up his entire testimony so far, it's like. Trump is a poopy pants. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I watched him for it's half a second. So I watched him for half a second. And he was like, Trump never expected to win the primary. He never expected to get nominated. He never expected to win the general election. And what? How can yeah. you tell me like that he, he never expected that time and, money to win? For yeah. and then he just <laughs> accidentally so he just accidentally beat the most qualified candidate in the history to ever run for president? I mean, wow. <laughs> He's even better than we thought. He just fell ass he backwards into this thing, line. didn't he? Wow. Here, let's see. I'm gonna, I'm trying to see if I can find a live video here uh, that I can pull up with yeah. uh, see what she Well, I wanted to about. say I read something in the um, New York Times this morning. What was it? Sorry, I got distracted cuz we're that's all right. We're talking about something else, but um, I don't know. It's just another big nothing burger that they oversold, you know. Um, this whole WikiLeaks thing, for example. They're trying to say, oh, he's saying, oh, Trump knew about WikiLeaks before. Everybody knew about WikiLeaks before Seriously. it came out. Seriously. It was in the news. Yeah. Dude, what are you even talking about? I remember reading it like for, I think we waited for a couple months for it to actually come out but i yeah. had heard that they had stuff oh yeah for months before it came out so 
They're trying to act like it was some big secret that nobody knew. <laughs> and so no. Trump knew. And so therefore he must, you know, not that WikiLeaks is even a thing anyways, because even they're trying somebody... to say that WikiLeaks got their stuff from Russia when there's all kinds of reasons to believe that's not the case, all kinds of evidence against that idea. Well, and the main piece but, is that it physically is impossible for it to have come from Russia. So, like, the, right, the, the, right. the way it was so, copied, it had to have come from a USB. Somebody had to put who had, somebody had to have put a USB drive into a computer and gotten the files. That is how right. it had to have happened. From the examination of the forensics of the computer. Yes, that's what was concluded. And you had Seymour Hirsch, who is a liberal journalist, used to work for the New York Times, has a Pulitzer Prize for journalism, has connections in the intelligence agencies. We already knew this because this is what he writes about. We did a podcast And he's about like this. old. He's been around for 30 years. And he's on tape saying it was Seth Rich. Sorry if you think that's a conspiracy theory, but it's on tape him saying that his FBI sources told him it's, it was Seth Rich that had downloaded the information off the DNC computers and given it to WikiLeaks. And he just so happened to so have been So maybe he yeah, maybe been he's murdered. lying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Seth Rich whatever. just so happened to have been murdered in a case, you know, that was called a botched robbery even though they didn't take any throw Right. From and it, you'll never so. be able to prove that, but you probably can prove that he's the one that downloaded it. I'm just that saying it's odd. Be proven. I'm just saying it's it odd, is odd, right? It is very <laughs> odd. And I think people would draw their own conclusions. Now, if this was if somebody, prove that if this was a situation was, where, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I'm just going to say, if you prove he was a leaker, then people right. would probably draw some conclusions about that. Well, I was just going to say, if this was, some, if this was the story the media wanted to push, it would already be accepted right. as fact by everyone. So yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But but yet the whole Russian narrative is accepted by fact. As and there's no by... evidence. There's so much less evidence. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. And so anyways, this whole WikiLeaks thing that, that they're trying to make into something is such a joke. It's just a joke yeah. because, okay, Even if whatever. he had known. Why would it matter even if he had known in advance? Exactly. It would not have. Exactly. Why would it even matter? But yet they're trying to pretend like it was some secret when we all knew about it for months ahead of time. It's just bizarre. Yeah. So it's like, dude, if that is what you've got, it's pathetic. But yet the useful idiots are so dumbed down believe that it. they actually think that this is something. Crazy. It's crazy. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully this will all come out, you know, at the end and that I'm just hoping we take down the media with it all. We're about out of time, but um, uh, well, we are out of time. We've gone over time, but uh, any closing thoughts? Um, don't believe the media. Don't Ever. Be stupid. Seriously. Now, every yeah. time you see a like story. Like if they say the sky is blue, go out and check. Be like, is it though? I mean, is it really? <laughs> <laughs> Is it really though? Go out and look for yourself. All right. See you guys next time.